Hey guys, welcome to our second episode of Bravo Wild Black. Um, we're pretty excited about this episode because we have some lighthearted topics to talk talk about. Well, a few, <laughs> a, few. a few lighthearted. It's topics. serious, but you know, it's gossip. It's not as serious as our last podcast. You know, we are still going with the Black Lives Matter Amplify Melanated Voices. We are still on that train. Please continue to march, continue to donate, and continue to do the work that you are doing as our allies and Black people. Keep your head up. But we are about to get into some things this time, honey. Some things. And, and with the Jersey crew, right? Okay, with New Jersey, we don't really watch a lot of New Jersey. We have definitely caught a few episodes here and there. Definitely the table flipping episode. Who hasn't seen that? That hair pulling episode from the latest season. We've seen that. And, you know, we know Teresa and Dolores and the girls. But this is um, a story about people who used to be on the show. They're not on the show any longer. But this is like a juicy story that everyone in the Real Housewives fandom is gagging over. So there's these two sisters, Dina and Caroline Manzo. Um, They were on New Jersey before for a few seasons. And what I've been hearing and reading is that Dina and Caroline, they're both, they don't really fuck with each other. They have kind of like family drama before this. So this story is kind of going to make that sister relationship even more awkward because um, Dina Manzo was married to Tommy Manzo. 2015, they split up. Tommy Manzo allegedly put out, not necessarily a hit, but, you know, he wanted Dina's new boyfriend to get touched. And that new boyfriend is David Canton. So Tommy basically hired a a crime mob family member to assault her new boyfriend at the time, which was David Canton. The guy assaulted David Canton, and in return, he got a discounted wedding at the Brownstone Restaurant owned by the Manzo Brothers. Oh, man. What, what a, a payment. <laughs> like, what a payment. Like, you couldn't do a free wedding, at least. Like, you had to just get a discounted wedding. And my it? thing is, th- those type of events are so by the books. Like, why would you do... <laughs> 330 people attended this alleged wedding at the Brownstone restaurant. I think that um, it's been featured on the show, actually. It's in Patterson, New Jersey. Mm. And, okay, so what happens is that, you know, Tommy hired the guy to assault David Canton. He assaults David Canton. The guy gets the discounted wedding. This was 2015. 2017, David... And Dina are still together, but they're in California. They come back to New Jersey for the Judici. Like, it was a family event going on in 2017. And, you know, she attended, her husband attended. They allegedly, I think they got assaulted and got their jewelry taken. And someone said, this is what you get for, like, fucking with people in Patterson. They brought up Patterson, New Jersey again. And the person who did that assault has definitely got arrested, I believe, in last year or either shortly after that assault. 
But the thing is, they don't know if the two assaults are related. Either way, the other day, the DA or the U.S. attorney announced that Tommy and the guy, John Pernan, have been arrested for the crime that they committed. And he claims that he's innocent. Um, I'm going to read the statement from his lawyer from page six. He says that his client is absolutely innocent and the allegations more resemble a fictionalized plot of a reality TV show and will be proven to be nothing more than that. So you guys, if you are missing mob wives the way that we're missing mob wives, I know you know what I'm talking about. Big Ange. Drita. (laughs) Drita, who's really about that life. This is going to like... Tickle that mob wives feeling for you because this is serious. But anyway, so Caroline, who's Dina's sister, recently commented on the situation and she straight up didn't like dance around it. She was like, we're going to see what happens and whoever's right is like whose side I'm going to be on. So she said, we are heartbroken. This is family on both sides because Caroline Manzo is actually married to Tommy Manzo's brother. So that makes Tommy Caroline's brother-in-law and that means that her brother-in-law assaulted her sister which is her ex-husband that's insane that's literally family drama so she says we are heartbroken this is family on both sides i want to know the truth and my allegiance will lie with the truth she added we don't run from things like this we address them and i feel comfortable (laughs) she's bringing about that action period And I feel comfortable with that because we are being painted with a brush that does not reflect who we are as people. So she gave a good old mob read Mm -hmm. and I, I'm excited. It's not excited because it's not, this is something serious, but I am very interested in what happens. And if I wasn't watching Jersey before, I'm definitely going to be watching Jersey now because guess what? Jersey is about to start filming again. Melissa Gorga actually uploaded a a picture, Aaron. Um, did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. Um, I was so happy uh, that they're gonna. We're gonna pause that. We're gonna cut that part out because I don't know. I was cut off guard. We're literally okay. gonna cut that part off. Okay, hold on. If we weren't watching New Jersey before the way we should be, we are definitely gonna be watching it now, and we're gonna go back to the seasons that the Manzo sisters was on there and we're going to like brush up on our jersey like to be in the know because also Melissa Gorga just posted a picture that said I'm not playing this time see you soon and she hashtagged Real Housewives of New Jersey so that means that Jersey is about to get up and filming it's about to get lit so So you gotta stay tuned into that by the time that we talk about this topic again We'll probably be done with New Jersey and we'll be able to really break down this whole Manzo family drama. But um, as far as New Jersey, that's the tea. Let me know what you guys think. Or if we got something wrong, let us know. Like, let us know what the fuck is really going on because I've never heard of anything like this. This is some stuff that you see in The Sopranos. This is some stuff that you see in Scarface. Okay, I've never had... Any reality stars actually do something like this other than on Mob Wives, but this isn't Mob Wives. This but isn't. Yeah, anyways, and, and Mob Wives will definitely be missed. 
Um, <laughs> I've been missing it ever since the last episode. RIP Big Ange. And Drita, if you hear this, you can come on this podcast any day. And Karen's definitely my girl. I just want to make that clear. Karen and okay. Drita, baby. Fair enough. Rest in peace, Big Ange. Okay, so moving on. Um, what what is the word on the street with the Real Housewives of Atlanta girls? What have you been hearing? Because I've been hearing a number of just there's just so many things going on with Real Housewives of Atlanta that it's making my head spin. It's stressing me out. It's upsetting me and my homegirls. So allegedly, Nini got fired. That's what I heard at first. And then she came out and was like, um, listen, I will never be fired. I built this house, so I'm going to stay in it. And I get to say when I leave. So that's the thing with Nini. It's like, I don't think that they would ever really just straight up fire Nini. If she's going to take like a reduced role, it's because she's going to be doing something else. Similar to when she was filming glee and she was on real house of of atlanta she also had another project that was also on fox i think it had like one season or something like that so that's what's going on with me but i also heard that she has like it's not necessarily a spinoff but it's like a show about glamour and it's going to be on e and e is actually a sister station of bravo so it's kind of still within like the bravo nbc family but she's just going to be doing a bunch of different things what i'm hearing is that you know she hired that famous lawyer and they wanted to know why she hired that lawyer and what wendy was telling us wendy williams was telling us is that you know needy always has these meetings about spinoffs she has these meetings about projects and she wastes her time and nothing comes into fruition. So this go around, I believe that before season 13, yeah, before season 13, which is what we're going in, she mm-hmm. wants to be doing other things and not just Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I do believe that it's on her terms. Well, I hope that Housewives of Atlanta is one of the things that she has lined up this time around because you know she just came back this this most recent season right um so it's you i really miss nini i i really look forward to her coming back next season because i feel like it's not going to be the same i definitely want to see her and kenya get into it i mean she's been on the past few seasons i think she only really sat out one season and then she was featured a little bit in another season i think that was like season nine or something she missed completely then she came back when they were like on a trip but she just really hasn't been as big of a part Mm. as she used to be yeah i noticed i noticed as the group of girls change it seems like her attitude changed like towards yeah you know it's like it's kind of hard because she left the last season not really being friends with anyone she spent the season repairing her friendships with everyone Mm. and just like that she's not really friends with anyone but portia really and i'm happy to see that she's friends with portia wait what about isn't she cool with marlo well yeah well marlo isn't really like speaking of she's not really a full-time she's not a peach holder so as far as like the peach holders i'm saying like the main cast members I think that she's only really cool with Portia because she was saying that people 
quote unquote, get spinoffs. And she doesn't understand why everyone, you know, is able to get a spinoff but her, basically. And she was kind of shading Candy. She says that she was wasn't, but Candy's the only <laughs> Candy's the only person that has Candy is the only person that has like 37 spinoffs. Like she had her um the show where she reunited with her group. She's filming Old Lady Gang, allegedly. Right. You know, she had her. Uh, she just has so many projects. Like that is a working woman, and I and, know I, I mm. definitely understand where Nini's coming from. Yeah, because it's definitely her time. You know, Candy. I feel like they've given Candy, you know, quite a quite a bit. So I, I definitely feel like it's Nini's turn because Nini plays just a, just as much of an important part on the show as Candy, right. in my opinion. You know, Nini has been here since first season, and Nini was the star first season. It was Nini. So that's that's just how I feel about that. So I'm hoping that, you know, she gets the opportunities that she deserves. You know. Yeah. And then as far as the other people who are confirmed to come back, Candy already said that she got her letter. Portia was the first one to say mm-hmm. that she got her letter. Um, I heard that Yovana was supposed to be full-time, but then I also heard that that was a lie because when TMZ came out with that story, the letters had not even gone out yet. So as far as Yovana, I don't know if she's going to be a part of the season in How any do you capacity. Feel about Yovana being full-time? I don't really think we need Yovana on the cast in any capacity mm-hmm. anymore because it's just, we didn't really get to know Yovana for Yovana. We just knew her as like a bone carrier. And if we're going to have a bone carrier, you <laughs> Bring already back my know. Sheree. Exactly. Who going to check me, boo? Exactly. So if we want a bone carrier, we want the bone carrier, Ms. Sheree. Sheree Whitfield. Exactly. And I heard that she's been in talks to come back. I don't know how true it is, oh but God, I'd love please, it. Please, 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 please. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Sheree is one of my favorites. And if Sheree and Nini are on that season, like that's that's honestly all I need. Well, <laughs> well, you personally want Miss Phaedra back. I do. I want Phaedra back. And... Okay, guys, I know this is controversial because it's a whole, you know, the, it, it, the allegations were made. The left the show, if you guys don't really know, is that she was either let go or, you know, fired in some capacity okay. for um, spreading a rumor that Candy was planning to take advantage of Portia in her quote-unquote alleged sex dungeon. So that kind of definitely came out of, it didn't really come out of nowhere, but at the same time, it was shocking that Phaedra was behind the yeah. rumor because all season it was like, who, who said that? Who said that? It was, who said it was that? very shocking because it just came kind of out of nowhere. I just the change in Phaedra and Candy's relationship, but I just didn't think that it would create anything like that so i don't know where that rumor came from i don't know i don't know what that whole thing is about but i'm just hoping that you know maybe they have andy sit down with uh phaedra yeah and candy to get to the bottom of it um i agree i feel like there's no way in any capacity that phaedra can come back without an important conversation being held between candy and phaedra because candy's already said yo if phaedra's 
comes back, I'm basically out. Yeah. And, and for good reason, too. Like, that's not something that you take lightly. But if they could revisit it and maybe Phaedra and Candy and Portia could all sit down and get to the bottom of this and see if it was really Phaedra who started the rumor, because there's rumors that she got it from a producer. Sure. But anyways... But I feel like, listen, here's the thing, too. I'm not telling Candy what she should do because, you know, I'm not entitled to do that. This affected her career, obviously, and her personally in ways that I don't understand because, you know, no accusations were being made on me. Um, But I definitely hope that she takes it into consideration if Phaedra does apologize you know, and, and look out for the benefit of the show. Because I feel like having Phaedra back and addressing that issue, especially in a climate like this and, and addressing things and being open with things, I think that there's just be- still so many questions. Yeah. yeah there's so yeah. many unanswered questions. I don't mind if Phaedra comes back, but I'm also fine with her not coming back. I want Sheree back and I want Kim Zosiak back. I, <laughs> I know that that's not a popular opinion. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I've done the poll. I lost the poll. I don't want to talk about it. And that's but not to say that, you Kim know, Zosiak, Kim back. Zosiak isn't that girl because I love Kim Zosiak on her, her show. Her and Mimi. Like, I would love to see those lighthearted. Well, you know, when her and Mimi argued, it got pretty nasty. Yeah. But at the end yeah. of the day, they would be back friends again the, uh, the next day. And that's what I just loved about the earlier seasons of Housewives of Atlanta. And I think that we need to get back to the earlier seasons. seasons Sheree, sure. Kim Zosiak, Nene Weeks, you know, Candy. We have Portia and, you know, her renewed spirit and everything. And also um, Kenya. So Kenya... I heard that she was thinking about coming back. She had to think for a while and she eventually decided that, yes, she is going to come back because what I heard was that Mark Daly didn't like the way that he was portrayed on the show because he was not a fan favorite. That's all I'll say. And, you know, Kenya wants to save her marriage and I heard that both of them are now wanting to save the marriage. So she was seeing what Mark was going to say about her joining again, because I heard that if he didn't want her to come back, then she would say no, because she's always wanted a family and she has a family. And, you know, she saw the opportunity to save her family. She might not come back. But at the end of the day, on the other hand, it's like a real housewives of Atlanta bag is like, like no other. And the exposure, the exposure, especially on Atlanta. Atlanta, did you know it's the highest rated Real Housewives show? It's the most watched. It's the highest rated. So it's the biggest, it's the most exposure. And she has Kenya more hair care. So (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't give that up. So, yeah, she's coming back. And I heard that Brandon, her friend, is also coming back because she has a a project with him and he's going to be a part of the season. And oh, that's recently, really good. I love yeah. seeing them together too. Yeah. They have a genuine friendship. I yeah. love that about them. He like, he's really close with the cute little baby and he's like an uncle to her. I feel yeah. like he kind of not saying that Kenny is a grown woman, so she can keep her, she can keep herself under control, but he kind of kept her calm and composed when certain things. And he's definitely protective of her also. Yeah. So and I, I like love that. that relationship. 
between them. And I, um, other than, what was that? Was that like the sleepover where Brandon got into it? We're not going to bring that up because then we got. <laughs> we don't have enough time to bring that up, but that will be brought up later. That was Just, wow. Trust and believe that will be brought up later. Maybe we'll do a special podcast on the best Real Housewives brawls. Anyways, so Kenya was recently interviewed um, by someone and she was asked who she would like to bring to the Atlanta cast and who she would like to bring back. And what she said was that she actually wants Vivica Fox to join the show. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking hilarious because... They do not get along, y'all. Like, I don't know if you guys were able to, even if you guys just watch clips or the clip where they were on Celebrity Apprentice, they did not get along at all. And even recently, Vivica basically just said straight up, fuck Kenya. But Kenya says that she knows that Vivica is good TV. She's not afraid. (laughs) Kenya more that's like that's like my sleep paralysis song. Oh, oh my gosh! No. <laughs> anyway, so she's like Vivica Fox knows how to make good TV. She's not afraid of a fight, and you know what? I like her to join the cast, and I I don't mind. I like Vivica Fox, so I would like to see it. Who do you think should join? Um, you know, of course, if you're gonna bring Vivica Fox, you might as well just bring the real. Lisa Ray McCoy. Lisa Ray, by the way, has said that she does not want to join Real Housewives of Atlanta because she has an actual career. I hear what she's saying, but I definitely feel like if Vivica joined, she'd be a lot more open-minded. Just because Vivica and her have been good friends for a long time. And they have, like, similar career runs, except, you know, Vivica is a little bit more known than her. But, um, (laughs) call it. So, so also, as far as who she would bring, we're moving forward. (laughs) As far as who she would bring. Hello, guys, we are back. We just had to have an argument about well not an argument a side note about Vivica Fox and Lisa Ray and we just decided that they're both two beautiful black women who are well known and I want Vivica and he wants Lisa Ray and that's all we're going to say about that thank you anyways so and Kenya was also asked who she would bring back and her answer both like surprised and interested me because I didn't think of it and I would love it she said that she would want to bring back Miss Lawrence, and I love Miss Lawrence. I absolutely do, especially on Star. Oh my gosh! Oh my god, bring back Star! But anyway, she said that Miss Lawrence is very intelligent, and you know she knows how to get the girls together. So <laughs> I believe it. I believe it, <laughs> especially when Miss Lawrence used to run with Sheree back in the day, because you remember that used to be Sheree's friend. Yes. Um, for a while. And and then yes. I believe uh Derek J was Nini's friend. Oh I think so. Yeah, I remember both of them being on there. Didn't they have like a show also where they talked about Atlanta? They sure did. It was yes. it was Miss Lawrence uh and I believe somebody else. It, it, they had a third person too, but I remember it was they were very fashionable. I yes. remember that. They yep. came dressed up every episode. I don't know how long it ran, but 
but I definitely remember not missing an episode and being very interested in their commentary. So I would love for Miss Lawrence to come back, and um, I'm, I look forward to seeing Brandon come back. Okay, as far as the Real Housewives filming updates, everything has been a mess because of the coronavirus. Please wear your mask, people. I'm asking as nice as I can. Please wear your mask. And cover your mouth. Cover your nasty ass. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, wear your mask, cover your mouth when you cough, and basically try to stay the fuck home. As far as the Real Housewives of Atlanta updates, like the filming, I heard that... um, Real Housewives of Dallas is already filming. And they have a new girl, allegedly. And she's really pretty. Um, I heard that Brandy might not be back at the same capacity as she was before. You know, Leanne, she got fired for her racist scandal. And the rest of the girls are back. I believe it's Cameron, Stephanie, Brandy. Carrie. I also saw the other Carrie, Carrie Duber. And yeah, the Dallas girls are already filming. Um, Real Housewives of OC, they're already filming. Melissa Gorga, as we mentioned earlier, teased that they're about to start filming. And Atlanta is also about to start filming. That's why there's so many rumors swirling around who's going to be in the cast and what capacity they're going to be in the cast. As far as New York, New York had to pause for two weeks because they're doing their at-home confessionals. And as far as as a New York reunion, because we are mid-season, we don't really know much about a New York reunion, if they're going to do it in person, if they're going to do it at home. It really all depends on the cases of coronavirus spikes. I honestly think at home is is better though. Yeah. From from what I'm noticing, because people are a lot more comfortable. Yeah, I've with Atlanta were like they're game changers. They were really mm-hmm. game changers because that at home reunion, I was not excited about it. I was like, we might as well just wait until we're able to gather in person. But they absolutely delivered, and I wouldn't mind another at home reunion. So um, <laughs> I remember you telling me those exact words too when they yeah. talked about it. You were like, "I am definitely not excited about that at all because I didn't want to see boring. it." In the words of Monique, "I would not like to see it." But it ended up being the greatest one. It was yes. one of the greatest house, Housewives of Atlanta reunions. And then on top of that, I feel like Portia definitely got. Her, her recognition because she took over that reunion. It was Portia. So. It was Portia's reunion, and Eva. We didn't even really mention Eva because Eva has decided to leave the show, so Eva will not be returning. And that's the only thing that's really one hundred percent confirmed. Yeah, yeah, I don't really feel a ways about Eva. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She did deliver a few reads, especially with Marlo. She did for sure. But you know. If we have to try out some new people, that's also yeah. fine with me. And she's just so happy with her family. It's good to see people who are just genu- genuinely happy. Her and Michael and those little babies are so happy. And they got their new house. And that's it. And she made her bag and she retreated. And that's it. And she still has Dish Nation. And I heard that Dish Nation is paying her well, too. 
So. And I, I definitely felt like she left Housewives on really good terms, too, because, yeah. I mean, she, she's one. I feel like she can be a fan favorite. She oh, does she. have the potential, especially if she wants to come back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, um, New York, they had to stop playing their episodes, but they come back tonight, guys. Well, we're filming this on Thursday, but we're going to upload it on Friday. Tonight? So, yes, New York comes back tonight, and um, Beverly Hills comes back next week, and we'll tell you guys the exact dates later on, like the I'm key so dates of some. excited mm-hmm. to see my girls, Garcelle and Renna. And that's all I want to say on that. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of Rena, uh, she. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. So apparently, the QVC Karens are upset with Rena because you know lately she's been supporting Black Lives Matter. She's mm-hmm. been amplifying black voices on her story, and and she's been doing a lot of things, especially the LGBT. She's the, yes. very supportive of also very supportive, and for some reason they didn't like that. So this is what she said on her Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sad to report it would now seem I can't use my platform to inform our question or say how I feel politically. Because the Karens have bombarded QVC, begging them to fire me and saying they will no longer buy my clothes. It is a shame that I must be muzzled in order to support my family, but that is just what it is. Remember, you know how I feel. Use your voice and vote. Bloop. And I don't believe that's, that's going to be the last that we hear of Rena using her voice because didn't she follow that up with saying like, fuck you Yeah, she, like she that? said that she wasn't going to be quiet and she's yeah. going to continue posting what she wants to post. because The thing the about QVC is that, uh, yeah, my mom used to be a big QVC shopper. I think we grew up knowing what yeah. QVC and HSN is. But those avenues, they have very conservative watchers and fans so i think that's what happened there yeah you know and it's unfortunate that qvc is even i don't know feeding into the bullshit because it's like obviously this is a time and climate where it's good and it's important for people that are not black to use their voices and, you know. Well, QVC yeah. actually donated, I think it was a million dollars to um, Black the Black Lives Matter cause. I don't know which mm-hmm. charity that they did, but I, uh, I don't want to say that it was not genuine because that they opened their purse. Yeah. But I believe that they opened their purse to quiet some people down that are like, hey, what's going on? And then they also want to be like, Okay, so we donated so you guys can basically not be as vocal as you are. I think that they don't, because Lisa was posting things like every day, like continuously, and she's always been a part of the LGBTQ alliance. And um, I don't know, it's just, it's sad that mm-hmm. she has to, either, it's either or, but you know, I don't want that to get her down. 
Yeah, so um, guys, please, if you're listening to this, go check out Lisa Rinna's collection on QVC and blah, blah, blah. Buy all of that <laughs> up. Buy everything, the shirts, the dresses, whatever, whatever Lisa Rinna has to offer on that QVC website. Period. Open your purse. Open your purse. And please. Yeah. So we have been through all the important things. So we want to have a little fun. The Real Housewives <laughs> of New York, they did something that was completely like unwarranted. No one asked for it. It wasn't needed, but we freaking love it. Like they changed their taglines in the middle of the season. I love that. So we have new taglines. And then also, you know that we are huge Real Housewives of Potomac fans, if you guys have been sleeping on Real Housewives of Potomac, which is going into its fifth wake season. Up, wake up, wake, wake up, up out of your sleep. Wake up out of your sleep and start watching Real Housewives of Potomac, especially this season that we got here coming in August. It's going to be everything. So you have the time to go and you go back and even you know what start with season four watch things backwards because that's how i've been watching some of my shows <laughs> Literally, that I didn't she think has. That I, <laughs> listen there are some shows that i couldn't get into by watching season one so i've been watching things backwards and real housewives of potomac is really good to watch listen backwards. okay guys i finally got her which we're going to talk about more later but i finally got her to watch fucking Married to Medicine. Do you know how long I've been getting her to watch that? I've been literally to watch since it. season one. He's been trying to get me to watch Married mm-hmm. to Medicine, and I just couldn't get into it. Season and now one. it's like I can't stop saying paging Doctor Heavenly. <laughs> and what season did you start on? I started season seven. Is that the latest season? <laughs> that was the one that just I went think- off. Yes, whatever season just one. went off. I started with that. Yes. Then I then I I watched that in like me and my mom watched that in like two days. Then we watched season six. It was even better than the season seven. And now I'm starting from four, and you know eventually I'll go back all the way to season one. But yeah, yeah I'm a married to medicine fanatic, and you will be a Real Housewives of Potomac fanatic if you stop sleeping and you watch it backwards. Anyways, so yeah. Real Housewives of New York release these mid-season taglines in Real Housewives of Potomac, release their taglines, and we are going to read them for you. Okay, so I'm definitely going to start with Dorinda Medley. Like a mint in my mouth, I can be a bit fresh. Rate that from 1 to 10. How do you like that tagline? I definitely, I give that a 9. A 9? Well, okay, maybe maybe I gave Dorinda a little (laughs) bit too much. Maybe like a a (laughs) 6. Maybe a sit. Okay. So I'm <laughs> like a nine? <laughs> Maybe a nine is too much because I happen to like Dorinda, okay? She, no, I love Dorinda. And Dorinda is really good friends with Cynthia. And they were actually on Instagram Live recently. And they were talking. And they said that, you know, they're really close. And Dorinda is actually going to be going to Cynthia's wedding. Oh wow! And you know what? Dorinda has had a hard season. I know you don't watch that much of New York, but I do. No. People are coming for Dorinda's neck. And I see both sides to it. But, you know, I, I do like Dorinda. So you give that a six. Okay, I'm going to read Sonia Morgan. I'm no one's arm candy. 
I'm a whole bowl of sugar. So you what like would you New- rate that one? <laughs> you like my New York accent? I love your, your fucking New York. My New York accent. Um, I would say, because it's a reference from earlier in the season, I would give it a strong seven. Okay. Okay, I can take that. All right. I'd, I'd definitely give it, I'd say for this one, I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Now, Ramona. All right. So with Ramona Singer, we have, so what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to read that over because I didn't, I didn't give her justice. It's okay. So what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? I actually really like that one. Like yeah. it's very self-absorbed. It's very, it's all about me. I give it an eight out of 10. I give that a seven because honestly, after my <laughs> unproper rating for Dorinda, <laughs> I'm kind of relaxing a little bit. So I'm going to give Ramona a seven on that one. I give it an eight. Okay. So we got Miss Leah McSweeney, a personal favorite of basically everyone, the married to the mob designer, um, not to be confused with the New Jersey mob. She says, I'll say sorry for what I've done, but never for who I am. That was as much as I love Leah McSweeney. That wasn't that wasn't giving me what I. That's need. like so a I'm three. Gonna say, oh, okay, great. I'm gonna say five. A five. That's, that's like a three, and that's okay. not to take away from her character because of sometimes course, this is just the the tagline. You know, like the tagline we love a good read, you guys. So we're gonna be kind of like harsh critics, you know. All right, and then we have Luann. Luann. Yes. I rise above the drama and won't settle for the lower level. Okay, so before you rate it, it's definitely a reference from, I think it was last season, she was staying at her friend's place, one of the girls' places, and they put her in, like, the lower level, and she <laughs> she sent them this dramatic text, and she, like, basically left the house, and she was like, <laughs> goodbye from the lower level. So I give that a 9 out of 10. Okay. The pettiness, the history, nine out of ten for me. Well, explaining the situation, I think I'm going to end this off with an eight for the Housewives okay. of New York girls. You know, okay, okay, yeah, the New York girls they came through. They didn't have to change their taglines, but they did, and they did that for us because they know that we were mad that we had to go two weeks without them. So thank you for changing your taglines, and thank you for giving us something to talk about and something to watch. We are Ooh. moving on. We to really the Real Housewives, it. yes, the Real Housewives of Potomac, the DMV girls, our right. favorites. You can, um, do you want to start with Karen? No, you're definitely going to start with the Grand Dame. Oh, okay, <clears throat> honey, the Grand Dame don't repeat history. She makes it. I like it. I love Karen. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because she's the grand dame. And it, re- it reminds me of you have to make millions to owe millions. You remember that when they got into that tax thing and she said yes. that line? That's what energy is giving me. I'm actually going to give Karen a 9. Yeah, it's really good. Because and you know what? We did a survey and many, many, many people were saying Kern and they were saying Monique and they were saying Robin. Those are the top three. Yeah, yeah, and and then we have Giselle. <laughs> I'm still the baddest thing walking and the most anointed one talking. Like I said, that was a good old church read, honey. I'm going to give her a seven out of ten. 
I love when Giselle pulls out the church reads. I yeah. definitely give that an eight. Yeah, because she is back with her husband. Well, not they're not married, but they were married, and they are back together. And he runs one of the biggest churches in Atlanta. So um, that's going to be her storyline for Potomac. But you know what? We're going to do a Potomac podcast before Potomac premieres, but that's just a little for bit sure. of you know a preview of that. I'm definitely looking forward to her storyline, too, because I I love her girls. I think they're so funny. For sure. They're hilarious. They, like, they're mini Giselles. They might not be as, you know, flagrant about it because they're young, but they're mini Giselles, and I love it. (laughs) And another um, storyline that I'm looking forward to is Ashley Darby. Like, she finally got her little baby. Oh, my God. I'm going to read. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. I'm going to read hers. Now that I got my baby, that's the only crap I take. So she is changing diapers, and that's the only crap that she takes. She's not taking crap from any other ladies, because I know for a fact that this season is going to be drama-filled. Probably going to be reminiscent of what what season was that of Atlanta that was so good that we just can't get it out of our heads? Was that season (laughs) seven? I think it was season seven. I believe so. That everyone talks about. Like, when someone talks about Atlanta, they always reference season seven. So season Are we talking about the the Candy and Phaedra season? I'm sorry, not the Candy and Phaedra, but the Kenya and Phaedra season. Yes. Yes. With Apollo and that whole thing. (laughs) That's what I feel that season five of Potomac is going to give us. So, yeah. Um. Ashley, I love it. I love that she finally got her baby, and I'm gonna give that an eight out of ten. Um, for Ashley, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a seven. Fair I'm enough. Gonna give that a seven, and I really like Ashley. I also, if Ashley's listening to this, Ashley is one of my faves. So yeah, you know, just Mrs. Dolby. Put that out there. All right, and now we have Candace with uh, reading is fundamental, and Honey, I own the library. Mm, I like it, but I feel like she could have did a little bit better. So I'm going to give that a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I'll give that a a 6. Okay, we got Robin. She was second after Karen for the favorite. I live in a house full of ballers, but I never get played. I love the word play on that one. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, period. Robin Robin, had the best one. Yeah, like, I know that Kieran had a really strong one. Monique will also have a strong one, as we will read. But Robin, for us personally, ate that shit right up. That is a good 9 out of 10 for me. Because personally, I feel like it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Because, yeah. I don't think we've ever given anything in our lives. I'm going to give that a 10 out of 10. Just because this year in my own personal life, that's very relatable. And... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a very strong... It's a strong tagline. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I think it's very fitting for her because, you know... He's a basketball player yeah. and he's a coach now and her children, they are playing basketball also. So exactly. she's right. So I look forward to seeing Robin on this upcoming season of Housewives of Potomac. And um, then we have Monique. Monique. She came in third. Maybe if you tried a little harder, you wouldn't have to try me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on Mama's. 
Miss Mamas, Miss Mamas. I, I definitely love that one too. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. And just because I know what's about to happen this season again. I'm going to give Monique a 10 out of 10. What? I'm going <laughs> I'm going what? to give two ten. Out I'm of the ten. closest that I've ever been to the microphone. Did you just give out two ten out of tens? <laughs> I just gave out two ten out of tens because, what? honestly, Monique definitely. I mean, she it's it's like equivalent to Robin's. Okay, I can I can definitely see where you get that from, especially because. Monique is the same one who delivered that amazing line that she would drag you pregnant in law. So moving um, on, we have a newcomer, Wendy Osepo. She's a professor. She is very educated, and we've been looking forward to seeing her join the cast. And in the previews, it looks very good. Hers is the professor have a ugh. hers is the professor has arrived and class is officially in session. You know, that's a Professor okay. Reed. I give it a, a 7 out of 10. I give it a 5. Okay. Um, that's horrible. <laughs> no, just because, listen, it's it's not... I feel like she's to, a newcomer. And we have to, yeah. we have to keep that in mind. But yeah, I understand, I, I compared to the other ones just alone, yeah. it's definitely, you know, not the best one. I think it's because Robin and Monique just came so hard that it's like you're expecting something more. I feel like, honestly, Robin and Monique should be, like, the first two up. They better be in the middle. In the next season's lineup. That's all I'm saying. I think Robin and Monique deserve to be the first two intros. For sure. How does the Real Housewives of Potomac Please don't ask me. I don't, I don't, think, I don't even really remember. It's all instrumentals. It's very like twinkling something. instrumentals. <laughs> but we are about to wrap up this podcast with some important Bravo dates. There are multiple things coming up. You can find it on the Bravo uh, profile. So Real Housewives of New York comes on July 2nd, of course. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills returns next week on the 8th. Married to Medicine LA finale is on the finally 12th, the 12th of July. The Shah's reunion. Okay, so this is the thing. A lot of people are saying that it's been too long for Shah's Sunset to have a reunion. I completely disagree. And it might be because I'm literally desperate to watch any new episodes of any TV at all because quarantine is getting to me. But I'm ready for it. Like, they're going to have a two-part reunion that's going to be a part of Watch What Happens Live. So that'll be on the 19th and the 26th. And they've already filmed it. And I heard that it is juicy AF. <laughs> but you know what really pisses me off with this? And I love what? Bravo. But... um. Under Real Housewives of Potomac, why does it say how they got here? Like, okay, so <laughs> because this is before the thing. every season they do how they got here. <laughs> I know, here. I know, I know, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm ready to get 
to the But it's Lede not until Reddit. August. August 2nd, one month from the recording. It's just of like this. they tease us with this. Like, we I don't want to see know. this. And then the, I think that the problem that I have with that the most is that when you go on demand, it will literally tell your ass new. And I'm like, oh, new, new. And it's just like a bunch of shit from and the past that we've already Stuff know. that you've already fucking seen and that and you it's already just know. Like, okay, it's like, girl. We don't especially need... at a time like this, you think I wanna how we got here. Let's but... get into it. <laughs> like that's what I want to do. It's just like Housewives of Atlanta when they do the um the how they got here. And the unseen footage. It's like we didn't know Candy was singing an escape before she was doing this <laughs> shit. Like we knew that. We knew her mama could cook. We knew that. <laughs> Did. Okay, um, we are almost done, but we just want to shout out. It was we recently celebrated Pride Week because June's yes, Pride yes. Month, and we really worked hard on these dedications that we did. So check out the Bravo Wild Black Instagram profile, and you know, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a listen, tell your friends, and you know, we will see you next time. <laughs>